With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. He walked right up and told me that he liked my style. My style. He walked right up and told me that he liked my style. I like my style. And we are here on another episode of the new Entrepreneur Negro brought to you by Last Name Legacy right here on New Twist Radio. I am Jay Chris. And of course, we got my man R. Hunters in the building, Mr. Ryan Hunter of Blue Demons Athletic, of Last Name Legacy, of what else? What else we got? I, I know Black Suite. Black Suite. The Can't original Black Suite. Yeah, that started it all right there. Um, but of course, he's in the building. Uh, we got special guests on. We got special guests on the way that we're going to bring in in just a little bit. Uh, last last episode of the new Entrepreneur Negro, you heard Ryan on the solo tip interviewing, doing his thing. Of course, this is his show, so you know he's going to do his thing. And um, today, you know, we're both in the building, both in the house. We're in separate studios, separate locations today, but we are still all one team. And we want to thank you for listening to the new Entrepreneur Negro brought to you by Last Name Legacy. And, and thank you for all your support with New Twist Radio and everything that we've got going on right now. So um, without further ado, what I want to do is bring in our guest. She is the owner of Bad Credit Ain't Cute. And some of y'all really need to know that because Bad Credit Ain't Cute, especially when you want to go out and try to get some things and use your credit if you ain't got that good credit. Easy, all right. But we want to bring in right now Miss Aisha Marie Copeland from Bad Credit and Cute, hitting us up all the way. I thought she was in California, but she's actually on the East Coast. I'm not going to put her location out there. But uh, Miss Copeland, how are you doing tonight? I'm doing good. Doing good. How are you? I'm doing. I'm doing well. I can't complain. Can't complain. Uh, I want to thank you for being with us today to talk about your business and answer some questions for us. I really appreciate it. No problem. I'll thank you guys for having me. Absolutely. So, Bad Credit Ain't Cute. Tell me a little bit about it. <clears throat> so, basically, what we do is we just challenge things on people's credit report um, to try to enhance their score. We also help clients put positive um, trade lines on their credit report so that they can boost their score so that they really be- basically can live their best life. Cause right now, I mean, most people have bad credit, so they're not living their best life. So <clears throat> we just help them imp- incru- increase their uh, credit scores pretty much. Now, did you say, did no, you say I, oh, I'm, I'm sorry, Ron, let me jump real quick. did you say <laughs> increase their trade life? What did you say? Trade lines. No, we help them trade um, put line. trade lines on there. Yes, positive trade lines. That's basically just like if you have a credit card, you're, it's on your credit report. That's a, considered a trade line. Uh, okay, gotcha. Okay. Go ahead, Ryan. I'm sorry. No, Aisha, with bad credit ain't cute. What type of food do you have? I'm sorry, say that again? What What type of people do you help? Do you help uh, just everyone with their credit? 
Yeah, anybody that reaches well, out that, you know, wants to increase their score. Is there is there a specific I, – I know – what are the ranges? The ranges are from, what, 300 to 800? Yes. Well, so is this more – so are you – are your services more targeted towards those uh, with low credit? And can you help those people in the high sixes, 700s? Can you help them improve as well? Yes. Um, typically, most of our clients have a credit score of under 550. Um, as you know that, well, you might not know, but that is bad credit. Um, it's not a thing you won't be able to get approved for or you will have really, really high interest rates. And I do have some clients that came to me with a 730 and they wanted to get to an 800 and we were able to get them to that 800 score. It's really about, number one, paying your bills on time and just adding positive credit to your report so that you can boost the score. So there's different, there's so many programs out there that can help boost your score no matter where you are. If you're at a 300, we can help you get there. It's going to take some time. Most people, you know, they want their credit repaired tomorrow, but that doesn't happen. Uh, credit repair is a process. So well, we have enough programs and we have enough affiliates that we are able to help you increase your score. Now, now, I want to ask you about, meant... oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, well, I wanted to. I wanted to. I, I did. I did want to piggyback on what Ryan said, but I wanted to ask you something else uh, first, actually, um, before we got into the, the fixing of the credit, because we are definitely going to get into that. And uh, Ryan's question actually led leads into uh, something I want to know. But I wanted to talk about some of the things that people are told that might be considered myths or might not be completely true. Or it could be all the way true, and I just wanted to ask you your opinion on it and your professional in your professional opinion on it. Um, something like when they tell somebody to, you, if you want to establish credit, get a credit card, buy some bubble gum, and pay it off, and now you've established credit. Now, is that something? Is that something that's really feasible for somebody to to really you know get their credit going? Or what? How does that work in their favor? And how might it work against them if, if that's the case as well? So basically, yes. Um, in order to establish credit, credit cards are the way to go, especially if you don't have any credit at all. And the idea is to keep your balances below 30%. So if you get a credit card, say, um, for a $200 credit line, you don't want to spend no more than $60 a month on that. And as long as you keep doing that and paying it off before it's due and, you know, you, you do it again the following month, then your credit score is going to slowly increase. <clears throat> So that is true. I mean, buying a pack of bubble gum for like a dollar fifty nine, you know, people are really not going to just buy that. But <laughs> you would Damn, definitely have to. I would say, buy, I always tell, <laughs> I tell my clients to go swipe it, get some gas, pay it off, wait for next month, do the same thing. Or if you have like a subscri subscription service that's under fifty dollars, put it on that card and then just pay it off every single month. Because most credit mm. cards, after you paid it on time for a certain um, amount of time, they will start to give you increases. So once you start getting increases, then your score goes up even more. So now you have more available credit cards to you. I never thought about that. Um, I, I don't know why. Like that, like the smartest thing ever, put your subscription services on a credit card and pay it off every month. That makes so much sense. I don't know why I never do that. I'm probably going to do it tonight. Um, but I know uh, when, when Ryan's question actually kind of led into my question of the the higher credit scores um, improving. Now, I I don't want to say it's 
easy to improve when you have bad credit because I know that usually when you have bad credit, it's due to maybe some type of situation that went bad or, you know, bad habits or something like that. But as you establish your credit and you get your credit becomes better, it seems like it might be almost a little harder to get your credit score higher if you're in the 700 trying to get to that 800, uh, yeah, 800 level, 800, whatever the case may be. How does somebody with, you know, I guess you would say average to above average credit improve their score? Well, the main thing about credit um, that goes really hand in hand is being able to um, handle your finances properly. If you can't handle your finances properly, you're never going to have good credit because they them two go hand in hand. If your finances suck, your credit's going to suck. So, you know, you definitely have to have the income coming in and don't live above your means because a lot of people live above their means. And, yes, at times, you know, something might happen where you mess your credit up and then you go to try to fix it, and it does take longer to fix. Um, those individuals that are in, like, the 700s or above and they're trying to get to that 800 score, it's just time and patience. It's going after um, credit cards with higher credit limits. It's asking people that you know, family or friends that have that $25,000 uh, line of credit, asking for them to put you on as an authorized user, and then that trade line goes onto your credit report as it being yours. That will give you a boost. So there's, mm. there's a lot of ways to boost it. But if you don't change your financial behavior, your credit's not going to change because once we fix your credit, you're going to be right back in that same position if you don't learn how to budget, don't learn how to save, and don't have multiple streams of income. Mm. Wow. That's that's uh, that that's, that's very smart. I hope, I hope people are listening. I know people are listening right now, actually, and, and I hope they're actually taking notes. Um, if you have any questions, hit us up, 215-383-3992. And uh, press the number one button if you have a question for Miss Aisha Marie Copeland of Bad Credit Ain't Cute. Uh, Ryan, I know you had a question. I'll let you uh, have the floor. Oh, yeah. So, Aisha, I, you are a financial and life coach along with doing the credit enhancement uh, through your business, Bad Credit Ain't Cute. Tell me how you got started in the financial and life coaching. So basically with the credit repair, I started back in the, the late 90s, probably like right after high school, just helping out family and friends. Um, I'm, I've always been really resourceful, so I figured out how to do it, and I teetered with it on and off for years. Um, then I, I wind up um, getting with this uh, network marketing company that did the uh, credit repair, but I just didn't like the way that they did the service. Um, I wanted a more intimate um, setting with my clients because with going through the network marketing service, really I wasn't doing anything but signing them up. So clients would be calling me and they're like, oh, well, what's going on? And I really couldn't tell them anything because I'm not actually seeing their credit reports. So I definitely wanted a service that um, would provide a more intimate setting and where I would be able to not only help them with their credit but also help them with their finances. Now, why I went ahead and became a financial coach is because through my own trials and tribulations, bad credit, filing bankruptcy twice, I know exactly the position that my clients are in. I know exactly how they feel because I've been there. I've had a 400 credit score before. I've had to crawl out of that hole and then turned around and got right back in that hole again. So, Passion-wise, I wanted to be able to not only fix people's credit, but to teach them how to maintain their finances as well. 
Um, the life coaching, I got into life coaching actually with a girlfriend of mine. Um, she was telling me about the, the class, and we went ahead and did it. And honestly, I didn't get into the life coaching to become a life coach. It just happened that way. I actually did the life coaching to become a better person for myself because I had my own issues that I needed to deal with from, you know, we childhood issues, things growing up, stuff like that. So that class really helped me deal with my own issues. But at the same time, when now when I talk to people, even about their credit, it always winds up leading to I'm talking to them about their life. I'm talking to them about their finances. So, like, my 15-minute consultations are usually 45 minutes to an hour and a half. Sometimes I'll be on the phone with clients for two hours. So it just – and it all works hand in hand. Wow. That's a, that's a, that's a lot to, uh, to handle right there. And like I said, we're talking to Miss Aisha Marie Copeland of Bad Credit Ain't Cute. Uh, if you want to get your credit fixed, if you want to, you know, have some financial questions, you definitely want to contact her. But right now we have her on the air with us, and you can contact us at 215-383-3992 is the number to call. And, uh, if you, of course, if you have a question, you want to be on air, hit the number one button, and we'll put you on through. And, uh, you know, we can have that conversation, keep the conversation going. Now, um, Aisha, I want to ask you a little bit more about your business. Okay, I want to. We're we're kind of jumping around here, but I want to ask you a little bit more about your business. Now, the name "Bad Credit Ain't Cute." While it is very true, right? And you hear people all the time saying, you know, something was mostly women. Okay, that something ain't cute. Bad Credit Ain't Cute. How'd you come up with that name, and and what made you decide to make that name for your business? Social media had a lot to do with um, the actual name. Um, just playing around with different things and seeing different posts. And it's just like, hmm, bad credit really ain't cute. A woman with bad credit, she's not cute. A man with bad credit, he's not cute. So it just it just clicked. <laughs> and just, it just stuck. It was one of them things. It just That's pretty, I mean, It was one of them cool. things. I mean, it's, it's so simple. It's, it's so simple and it, and it's true, you know. Um and and real quick, put your your social media out there for people that may want to get in touch with you and, and get their credit fixed right away. Put your uh, information out there for them. So on Facebook, it is um, Facebook. We're bad credit ain't cute, all one word. On Instagram, it is bad underscore credit underscore ain't underscore cute. Um, you can also follow my personal page, which is um, on Instagram is Aisha Marie Copeland. That's um. Our website is www.badcreditaincute.com. That's pretty much it. Okay, oh, Twitter I'm, I'm actually, is bad credit. <laughs> Twitter is bad I'm credit actually, oh, <laughs> Bad credit. Oh, oh no, I was, <laughs> okay. Um, I actually just so followed it's you. It's not the whole cute. Right, ACU. I got you. So I just actually just followed you on Instagram. Bad credit ain't cute on Instagram, and um. Definitely going to go and follow, uh, you know, the Facebook and everything like that. I'm going to check out the website as well. Um, from a person, uh, my per- my particular situation, I'm a person that I didn't have the greatest credit. I made some financial mistakes coming up. Uh, I can remember the first thing I did, one of the first things I did when I got out of school, out of, out of college, I came home and I had a job. I wasn't making that much money, but I was making more money than I ever had made in my life, Right. So I was making, you know, I had money in my pocket, so I thought I, was, I thought I was doing it up. And I had a credit card. And one of the first things I did, I went out to the mall. I bought this this real dope 
leather jacket, right, um, and a laptop, <laughs> okay, and a TV, <laughs> and a TV, okay. The TV costs a thousand dollars. I ain't gonna lie. Remember, I remember clear as day. TV costs thousand dollars. We put that on the Best Buy credit card. The the jacket and the the uh, the, the laptop. I put on my regular credit card, and not that you know I couldn't afford it. Well, I guess I didn't realize that I couldn't afford it, but I I, I could afford it, but I should have just bought it straight out cash. Now, um, over time, you know, I just didn't really pay attention to my credit. I'm like, what, what I really need that for? But as I I got older, got into my 30s, you know, I realized how important credit is and what you really need it for. Um, being that I financed two vehicles in my lifetime, seeing how high the interest rate was because of my credit. I couldn't get, you know, I couldn't get under 10% interest rate. Um, You know, it affects a lot of different things. You can, people don't realize that you can be denied for a job because your credit is not good. Um, So many things, so many things can happen that, you know, you got to get it fixed. Um, but right now, you know, I've gotten to a, a pretty much average to above average credit now. I've, you know, a lot of work. I've, I got intentional with my finances. And, uh, you know, I, I encourage everyone to do the same thing. And what you want to do right now is definitely go to badcreditinq.com. So what is it? Badcreditinq.com, right? And, and, yeah. and, and get a consultation. Get, you know, get, get, the, get the ball rolling because it's never too late to fix your credit. Um, we're talking to Aisha Marie Copeland, a bad credit owner of Bad Credit and Cute. Now, you said that you know you you got into this business because of some things that you went through in your life. Um, how have since you started doing this? You know, how has the feedback been for you? What are people saying? You know, are they referring their friends to you? How you know how how are things working out for you? It's actually going really really well. A lot of my clients that started with me um, when I first actually started that creditinq.com, um, they are now not with me anymore. Their credit is really, really high, over 750, between 750 and 830. Um, so they're doing really, really well. Feedback, I mean, you have some people that will sign up, and then because they don't have um, – you know, something doesn't happen within the first 30 days. They're like, oh, this is not working, which people don't understand that credit repair takes time. It could take anywhere from six months to a year, maybe even more than a year. It just depends what's on your credit report. So a lot of people get discouraged because they feel like, oh, nothing's happening. So they will, you know, stop after maybe the first dispute round and then come back to you six months later to try it again. But for the most part, pretty much, I mean, my clients are pretty much happy. Man, that's awesome. Now, I want to ask you another question of is it a myth or is it true? Um, when you have something on your credit report, a, a negative mark, okay, so a, a collection or something like that, is it true that it will fall off your credit report after seven years? Possibly. Sometimes um, you will find things on your credit report that should have came off in seven years. But it's not the credit bureau's responsibility to remove that item. That's why it's important for people to pull their credit report a few times a year just to check to see what's on there. And then if they see an item that's on there that's past the seven-year mark, then they need to dispute it. Um, sometimes the credit bureaus will remove it, but honestly, it's not their responsibility. It's yours. 
So mm. we got to put the responsibility back to the client. It's your responsibility to check up on your credit to make sure your credit is accurate. And now when you when a person goes after there's another question that you know I'm getting from some people. When you go after let's say a um a mortgage or a a car loan or something you you go to get some type of loan. Um they take your median credit. Now there's three credit bureaus and they take they take the number from your your median credit score. Explain to because I've tried to explain it to, and it's, it seems pretty simple to me, but I want the expert, I want the professional to explain it to the people, the median credit score. What what does that mean? So the median credit score is basically where you take the three bureau reports, uh, I mean, your three your three bureau credit reports, and they average them to see what your base is. But um, nowadays, most companies, they want all of your credit bureaus to at least be over a 580 in order for, you know, you to be approved for a mortgage. I know um, I have seen companies now that are going lower than a 580, but for the most part, most companies want you to have at least a 580 score with all three credit bureaus. So I'm not sure about them taking the median. I've never really heard of that as far mm-hmm. as a mortgage because they definitely want all three credit bureaus to reflect over a 580. Now, if you're thinking about a 580, you're probably going to have a higher interest rate. So, of course, the higher your score, the better your interest rate. Mm. Ryan, you want to jump in? I, I know you've been cry, quiet. You're probably over there taking notes. I know how you get down. <laughs> but what, what, you, what, you, uh, oh, what you got, man? <laughs> So in the in the spirit of the new entrepreneur girl, I want to kind of get back to the roots of the show. Uh, what type of, because now you have your own business, you have employees, you have uh, a location, an office that you work out of, uh, you have tons of overhead, what have been some of your challenges uh, just going from, the MLM version of this business to launching your own company and being your own entity. It's I'm going to say it's, it's definitely hard. At some days are harder than others, especially you know because at the end of the day now it's my company, so I have to really do every single thing. I have to make sure payments come in. I have to make sure the credit reports are pulled, and I read all of my clients' credit reports line by line. And I have over um, 100, um, 100 clients between me and my team. So I read my team's credit reports from their clients, and I read my own credit reports from my clients. So that does become difficult because I'm constantly seeing different reports. <clears throat> I remember when I first started, a client could call me, and I could be driving in my car, and I would be able to remember what was on their credit report, and now it just seems like they all run together. I mean, I'm not complaining. It's a good thing, but it's definitely difficult you know, to run a business and to go from just signing people up to now you're really doing every single thing. And then, you know, you basically have their credit in your hands because if something goes wrong or who they're going to blame, the first thing they're going to do is blame you. So for the most part, I I do try to, you know, talk to my clients about they have to take accountability for their own actions. You're You're in this position because you put yourself there. So my job is to help you get out of that. I guess I answered your question. I think I went off topic. Oh, definitely, definitely answered it. Now, now, what are some of the advantages for moving out of that MLM market to 
running the business on your own? What have been some of the, the advantages to that for you? I control everything. I'm able to, you know, speak on behalf of my clients as far as, like, make, um, you know, talking to creditors and making arrangements, things like that. I, I mean, I just have everything in my hand. I'm able to train my team the way I want them to promote my brand and the way I want them to communicate with the clients. Um, <clears throat> I'm just – it's it's more hands-on, and I love that part about it because at the end of the day, I'm helping so many people, you know, live better lives. And that's the ultimate goal of the whole thing is just to help someone – you know, get out of their their negative behaviors so that they can start living a better life because, truth be told, pretty much over 70% of people have bad credit. Yeah, no. I saw the statistic earlier. Uh, I want to say it's 43 million people in the United States with a credit score below 600. Yep. Now, now what, what, would you, what would you attain that to? What would you attribute that to, that so many people have bad credit? Is it just poor spending habits? Is it a lack of financial literacy? <laughs> Is it just people splurging, trying to keep up with the Joneses? I mean, why do so many people have bad credit? What, what, what's going on with it? I mean, I know why I had bad credit. I mean, I'm still working on it, but why so many it's people? Actually, it's, it's actually everything you said. Number one, we're not taught in school about credit. So if once we get out of school, if our parents had bad credit, we're going to mimic what we saw our parents do. Then, you know, my favorite rapper, Jay-Z, he said, the street school is to spend our money foolish. We want to be driving these luxury cars and having these $1,000 bags and $1,000 shoes, you know, and you can't even pay your bills on time. Like it, our mindset, the mindset is just wrong. So because we're not taught that, we mimic, we either mimic our parents or we just go off track. You know, some some people have had parents that had good credit, and the parents don't really teach them. I came from a household where my grandparents, they paid cash for everything. So they didn't teach me anything about credit, and my grandparents raised me. It was a cash family. So, you know, I never was experienced. I never had, I was um, never really had the experience of credit because it wasn't something that I seen. So... And everybody's situation is different, but especially poor poor spending habits. You know, a girl that is living from check to check will go spend $300 every three months on a bundle of hair for her head. But instead of saying, you know what, I'm just going to rock my own hair, I'm going to save that $300 for a year and have a little savings. They say the average family doesn't even have $400 in their savings account for an emergency. So what happens mm. in that situation is the family uses the credit card to pay their light bill. Then the next month, what happens again? They pay the credit card off, but then they turn around and they got to pay the light bill again. People use credit cards for the wrong reasons. Credit cards are just that to, to build your credit. They're really not to be used like that, honestly. They're there to build your credit. That, uh, credit companies want to see that you're able to handle a $3,000 credit line without maxing it out or going over the limit. They want to see that, oh, okay, this person's only spending 1200 you know, or they're only spending 900 at a time, but they're paying it off. So you know what? In six or seven months, we're going to give them an increase. Now we're going to increase their credit line to 5000 We're going to see what they do with that. that. That's how you build credit. But people want to get these credit cards, and they want to go on these shopping sprees, max them out, and then they think they're doing something good, 
by, you know, paying the minimum payment. And that that's not how it works. I just heard some passion coming through the microphone just now. I heard some passion from my <laughs> Listen. Listen. You better you better you better leave them bundles up on the on the on the shelf or wherever they are. Hanging from the wall, whatever they do, however they on the little styrofoam head. I don't know how they do it, but but leave them bundles alone. <laughs> See, two one five three eight three three nine nine two is the number to call. You're listening to the new Entrepreneur Negro, brought to you by Last Name Legacy. I am Jay Chris. R. Dot Hunter is with me, and we're talking to Miss Aisha Marie Copeland of Bad Credit Ain't Cute. And she's telling you, she's dropping some jewels on y'all, and she's actually doing it for absolutely free 99 right now. But after this, you, you, you just need to contact her, go to the website, go to the fe- Facebook, the Instagram, um, you know, and, and, and check her out, get your credit together. Uh, you know, we may have to do some talking because um, now the, the credit card companies will, you know, they will extend you some credit. They will raise your, your credit limit on your card. Should a person ask the credit card company to, to raise the limit, or should they just allow the company to do it on their own? Well, it just depends on the company because some companies, you know, they won't raise your credit score until you ask. There are um, some companies that will not, um, but most companies, after a certain amount of time, they will do a soft pull on your credit report and go ahead and if your credit score is still above where or at least where it was when you started or above, they'll increase your score. A lot of times what happens, too, is people's credit score drops and a credit card company will do a soft pull and you'll get that notice in the mail, hey, we disconnected your credit card, and then you try Mm. and figure out why. If your score drops below from at least where you started from or takes a real dive, it's a wrap. It's over. It's wow. over for that credit card. Jeez. Jeez. So Man, you have to be mindful of, yeah, you have to be mindful of your spending habits. Wow, that's an amazing thing. That's an amazing thing. And, I, and I've actually, I'm not really trying to toot my own horn, but I'm, I'm really, honestly, I'm proud of myself <laughs> because I had poor spending habits. For for a while, I had poor spending habits, and uh, you know I'm I'm getting myself together, and I'm I'm, I'm being smart. I, and I still I ain't gonna lie, like I still go out and buy stuff. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm I'm I play video games every now and then. I bought myself you know them little <laughs> tiny Nintendos and all like that. And, you know, I, and I'm I'm looking at it, I'm looking at one right now, <laughs> and I don't really play it that much, but it's here and it's cool. You know, whatever. So you know what we're saying is. You, we're not saying you can't go out and treat yourself to something, but we're but what what we are kind of saying is don't go out and treat yourself to something every day to the point that you're messing yourself up financially. Um, put some money away, you know. Let let it let it let it burn a hole in your pocket for a little while. All right, um, you know, just just you know, people need to be intentional with their finances, and that is one thing that is. That eludes a lot of people's being intentional, you know, putting money away, paying certain things off. There is a um, a financial advisor. I don't know. I guess financial advisor, whatever. That I I, I listen to his podcast and watch his shows and stuff like that. Um, but he talks about how um, you know so many things that that people do are are almost crazy that you almost seem look at as being normal, like like financing a car, a brand new car. And he was talking about how that is one of the worst things you can do. You know, everybody knows that as soon as you buy a car, drive it off the lot, 
loses loses its value. So you, you you know you never really get that back. It's not an investment. Cars are not an investment. Um, you never see a mechanic with a brand new car. Like if I think about, it, I've never seen a mechanic with a brand new car ever. Uh-huh. And that's because they understand. <laughs> they understand how these things lose value and how it's not really worth it. Plus, they can fix their own cars, so it really doesn't matter. Um, but I want to get back to want to get back on the topic because recently, I'm sorry, y'all, but recently, you know, this financial topic has become very um, important to me. So I get excited when talking about a lot of these things. Um, but I'm going to get back to to Miss Copeland over here. Um, now, do you are you I just for the people that for your for your future clients that you're going to get from listening to the show? Do you uh, work with people just in your your immediate area, or you work with people all over all over the country? I work with people all over the U.S. Actually, ninety five percent of my clients are outside of my state in the state of Delaware. I only so only five percent of my five percent of my clients are actually in my state. Hmm. Wow. See, check that out. See? That's amazing. That's amazing. I have, I, 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 have a, I have agents out of state as well. Oh, excuse me. You got agents too? Look. Yes, I do. So, I have a whole team. Oh, man. <laughs> Shoot. I, I'm scared of you. I don't know about agents. I don't know if I can ever hire anybody, but, <laughs> you know, uh, that, you know, Get in touch. Get in touch with it, y'all. Get in touch with it. Let's um, put your social media out there again for for the people. We're going to get ready to wrap this up soon, but we want to get your social media out there and and any information that people will need to get in touch with you. I'm going to you know put all of it out there. We're definitely going to put it in the descriptions and everything like that and the advertisements. But um, put your information out there so that people can get in touch with you. Okay, so they um, they can reach me at. Area code 844-292-2299. They can log on to the website, which is www.badcreditinkcute.com. They can also reach us on Facebook with Bad Credit Ain't Cute, all one word. Instagram, it's a little tricky, bad underscore credit underscore ain't underscore cute. Or they can follow my personal page, which is just Aisha Marie Copeland. And on Twitter, it is Bad Credit Ain't See You. <laughs> there it is. There it is. Um, I wanted to talk to you real quick. I wanted to ask you if you can give me, give us one of your success, without going into like people's names and stuff like that. Can you give us one of your uh, success stories with Bad Credit Ain't You? As far as a client? Yeah, with a client, somebody came with you to you with bad credit, and you were able to really elevate their score. Um, you know what? What was the process? You know what? How how did they? How did the client maybe react to some of the things that they needed to do? Um, you know, did they put up a fight? Were they were they just did they let it go and say I'm gonna do everything you say? How how how, how did how did that work out with the, one of your success stories? So one of my success stories is I had a client that signed up with me. They were in the mid to high 500s. Um, they followed everything that I told them to do. We added positive credit <clears throat> excuse me, to their credit report. We also got some items deleted, and now they're at a, a 800 score. And that was in a matter of about mm, 11 months. So mm. if you follow the process, it will work out, but you have to – 
discipline yourself. And that's what they did. They disciplined themselves. They made sure they were paying their bills on time. The credit cards I was telling them to go after, they went after, but they wasn't charging them up. And now they're getting credit increases. Every time I turn around, they're sending me a text because they got a credit increase. And they still reach wow. out to me. <laughs> and the, and the, the thing that really surprised me about, not even surprises me, but this client still has one item that's negative on their credit report, but they're still at an 800. It blew my mind. Mm. Oh, that's, that's, not, that's not common. You have something negative, you, you're usually under 800? Exactly. It's not, that's not a common thing. And it just, it was like an aha moment that really, if you start building positive over your negative, sooner or later, your positive is going to outweigh your negative. It's just mm. a process. It takes time. It doesn't happen overnight. It might not happen in six months. It might not happen in a year, but you got to trust the process. Now, let me ask you this, um, and I'll let Ryan come in, too, in a minute, because I'm sure I'm, he's been quiet, man. Ryan's over there behaving, man. I don't know. I, I hope he's all right. But um, I'm going to ask you this. You said during the success story, you said they were going after the credit cards that you were telling them to go after. What did you What did you mean by that? What What kind of credit cards do you encourage people to go after? So depending on what their score is when I um, – well, when we pull their credit report – I'm able to determine, because I've been doing it so long now, I'm able to determine what credit cards they will be able to apply for. So usually if my clients have a credit score of under 550, then we have to start with secure credit cards. That There's no getting mm. around that. So okay. we'll start them off with our credit builder card. Um, it's a $200 security deposit. I tell them don't spend no more than 40. We do that for a couple months, and then when our credit score rises, we go ahead and now they should be over a 550 sometimes. Um, but then after that point, then I have other banks that we'll go after that we use and then we'll wait a month. And then um, <clears throat> we have a lot of affiliate programs for um, clients to get credit. We have a lot of them. So, it, and it's more than just credit cards. We have loan programs, um, just different. It, it, we have a lot. So check us out. Let me ask you one more thing before I let Ryan get in. I'm sorry, because like I said, this is a topic that I really enjoy. There are companies that have credit cards out there that aren't your um, your typical, you know, your bank, your you know, bank credit cards. They are, of course, attached to a bank. But I'm talking about uh, like Amazon, uh, like PayPal. You know, there these these type companies have credit cards. Would you ever suggest or do you think it's a good idea for people to have these type of credit cards? If that's a if that's a store or a brand that they use consistently, yeah, it's just it's not even about the credit type of credit card you have, it's about your financial habits. Because uh, you can okay. have a Walmart credit card for $1,000, but if you know not to go in there and only spend $200 on that card and not charge it up, it's okay. But if you're going to go in there, as soon as you get the car now, you're like, oh, I got $1,000. Let me go to Walmart and rack up. You know, Walmart's already the devil. So I can't never go in there and spend $100. <laughs> so <laughs> if you know that, you know, Walmart is your weakness, then that's not a credit card you go after. Mm. God, man. Unless, unless, you're, unless you're in a position that you know that you are responsible enough to handle that credit card with care. The, the thing with clients, they need to accept accountability for their actions. 
If you know that you are not ready for a credit card, do not get it. If you know that financially you are not capable to pay on a car loan or pay a mortgage or even take out a personal loan, do not do it until you know you are ready because if you're in a position and something happens, because life happens, you might lose your job or something like that, or you get sick or a family member gets sick, you stop working, and now all you have are these credit cards to, to use, you're going to mess your credit up. So that's why yeah. the, another thing is another thing that's all for the credit topic is having some other type of and some other form of income coming in, multiple streams of income. You have to have it. it it's it, you have to. You can't live off of one. I mean, these companies is dropping off left and right. You're not secure with a company. Yeah, absolutely right. And we uh, actually a couple of weeks ago, right here on the New Entrepreneur Negro, we actually talked about the the the. the, the the seven streams of income. We, we actually, um, you know, spoke about, about that. But, Ardot, before we close anything out, before we close this out, do you have anything that you wanted to add to the conversation or ask Miss Copeland about uh, about her business or anything in, at, at all? Yeah, I have one more. I have one more thing before we close it out. So all right, well, you're sound you're sounding really far away. I don't know if you uh, I don't know if you would change your position or something. You sound really far away. Can you hear me? Am I clear? Yeah, we got you. We got you. We'll, we'll work. Yeah, I just wanted to ask one last thing. Uh, uh, looking at your website, it says that you guarantee your service. So tell me a little bit about that guarantee and what that means. So basically, we have a one-year guarantee that we guarantee to enhance your score in one year, or you can receive all your money back. And basically what that means is we have guidelines for the guarantee. Basically, you know, we're going to dispute your items, but you also have to have your credit cards under 30%. Any credit cards we tell you to go after, we expect you to go after. Any loans we want you to go after, we expect you to go after to put that positive credit on your um, credit report. So as long as you're following everything that your credit um, enhancement specialist is um, telling you to do within the guidelines of our guarantee, then, yeah, if your credit score does not increase by 80 to 100 points, you will get your money back. Mm. And there you have it. And one more time, uh, your, your, all your information out there for the people that don't listen that well, let's put all your information out there for them to, to get in touch with you, a number to call, email, social media, all that good stuff. All right, so our website is www.badcreditacute.com. We can be reached by phone, 844-292-2299. Instagram handle is bad underscore credit underscore ain't underscore cute. Facebook is bad credit ain't cute. Twitter is bad credit ain't cu. Or you can follow my personal page, um, Aisha Marie Copeland, on Instagram. And there you have it. Um, thank you, Miss Aisha Marie Copeland, for joining us on this episode of the New Entrepreneur Negro. Brought to you by Last Name Legacy. We really appreciate it, um, and we will definitely, definitely uh, be talking to you soon. I'm sure of it. You might be talking to me within the next week. Um, but <laughs> like I said, thank you, thank you very much for for being with us. We're going to get ready to wrap this show up. All right, now, you got any last words before we wrap this up? Man, I just, Aisha, I want to thank you for joining us again for this episode. Uh, it is, what, this is our, actually, what, this is our first live episode. So you were the first person to be on the 
entrepreneurial lives. So everybody who listens, thank everybody for logging in with us, and we will be back next week. I'm sorry, I don't mean to lie. Right, well, wait till you. you hear. Wait till you hear this show. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Wait, Ryan, wait till you hear this show and you <laughs> hear how you sound. You're gonna be like, oh man, <laughs> it's kind of crazy. But yeah, absolutely. Well, I want to thank uh, you guys for having me. I definitely appreciate it. Absolutely, and uh, um, you know, make sure you follow us. Of course, like last name legacy, uh, Blue Demon Athletics, New Twist Radio, Intelligent Ignorance. Everything that we do here, make sure you follow us too. And not just Miss Copeland, I'm talking about everybody. Everybody listening, make sure you follow us. Um, you can follow uh, Ryan at r.hunter. You can follow me at J Watson Radio Man because, you know, I'm always posting stuff and I think I have an Instagram addiction. I ain't gonna lie. But um, thank you, uh, everybody, for your support and, and your continued support and all the love that you've been showing us. And uh, make sure you stay tuned right here to New Tours Radio for all the updates, all the shows that's going on. 107, uh, the new entrepreneur growth, TKO, trending with Keisha and Ori, and of course, Intelligent Ignorance every Saturday at one o'clock. Even though this Saturday we won't be live because there is a little baseball game going on in the state of Maryland that I guess I'll be participating in, but you know, I'm not even going to get into that. I'm not going to go there. Uh, but like I said, thank you, Ms. Copeland. Thank you, everybody else for listening. And definitely check us out on NewTwistRadio.com and the New Twist Radio app from your Google Play Store. For Brian Hunter, for Ms. Copeland, and for myself, I want to thank everybody for listening to the new Entrepreneur. Watch you by last name Legacy. We will talk to you next time. All right, take care. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.